All right, we are back. It's been a minute. We have had a busy August. It's been it's been quite busy. But we've got a lot to talk about. And we kind of wanted to wait because reacting to things on a week-by-week basis in the preseason is semi-pointless. Especially from a dynasty perspective. Like, we've only done one video, like, actually reacting to anything. It did pretty well. But, like, I I, I think I wanted to wait till more towards the end of the preseason. We're recording this before most of the week three preseason games. Um, And... We still got a lot to talk about because there have been a lot of things going on around the NFL. Another thing we need to talk about, remind me, is Ramondre and mm, yeah, yeah. Yep. So write that down. Yeah, uh, we're talking about a lot of things today. So stick around. We're going to talk about all things NFL, how it relates to fantasy and dynasty fantasy football. Just a huge favor if you are a player of fantasy or dynasty. Head over to YouTube, Fantasy Domain, Dynasty Domain. Those are our two main channels. We're going to post all of our content literally multiple days a week so we do the podcast it when we can but we do videos every week it is the priority so like i said if you want our content if you want our the full access to our content fantasy domain on youtube and dynasty domain and if you want access to all of our exclusives our rankings articles databases that we offer adp data and stuff like that pretty our, neat. our discord listener leagues flockfantasy.com slash domain the slash domain is important okay the slash if you domain. if you want our exclusive stuff and if you want a player blueprint for your dynasty team a player blueprint that comes with the annual mother flock i just i said player blueprint twice team blueprint a team blueprint if for your you dynasty want, team if you want one of those annual mother flocker tier code domain, domain. code domain you, you have, have to, to use, use code domain. domain yes you have to yeah because if you don't we you, can't give you one you yeah because it's not under our thing correct so flockfantasy.com slash domain um okay so the preseason i, I was noticing this earlier especially as it relates to fantasy football for the most part this has been a pretty chill preseason by the majority of the fantasy community so round of applause for them because i think you know being reasonable is should be the default setting on people but unfortunately it's like an uh an add-on if you even have that setting so do you think last year was just that that bad because of the quarterback situation in the NFL, which was maybe no QBs being drafted, like of relevance no QBs, in the first round. You got guys like that Matt anyone Ryan liked, and, Ru- and Russell like, Wilson moving around, yeah. and like everyone hated Kenny Pickett, so that's true. he was just irrelevant. And Malik but Willis Malik, was popular until he exactly. wasn't. Like so, people that were like, been part of it. Who are we going to freak out about? No, but at I the same time, receivers. you had the skill position players, like especially some of the lower round rookies that were getting a ton of hype. Guys like Romeo Dubs, Isaiah <laughs> yeah. Pacheco, like and Garrett Wilson was being shorted, London was being shorted, Brees Hall was being shorted. Walker was being shorted Jason. like Let's talk about every single guy, but um, yeah, this year, honestly, I think I, I was talking to you about this earlier, but Darren Waller, if I were to put anyone on the, on the top of the hype train here during the preseason, it would probably, it's probably be Darren, Darren Waller. Waller. Yeah. I agree. But at the same time, some of it's semi-warranted because I do think he's in an offense where he could oh, easily yeah. be the number one target. Yeah. And when you watch them, I mean, Daniel yeah. Jones would not stop throwing the ball. Yeah. would not stop throwing the ball to him. Mm-hmm. And I think that says a lot just to how, like you said, how chill it has been this year in, in preseason because if Waller is really the, the top of the top when it comes to the hype train this season, like that's pretty chill. Yeah. So. I, I, yeah. Again, maybe we're becoming more reasonable. I don't no, know. It's definitely not that. It, no, our it, YouTube, just, our YouTube comments definitely prove that we're yeah. not being. No, mm-hmm. people are just less focused on the preseason and they're more focused on Tony Pollard. So, and Justin Fields. Tony Pollard. And they're just irrelevant. How about Deuce Vaughn? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm very, very, very surprised at that. How well he's been playing? Yes. I mean, I really? knew he was that good of a running back, but like, 
Here's the other thing. Like when you watch the videos of Deuce Vaughn in practice and they're not, they're not tackling, they're not hitting, but like yeah. I saw uh Leighton Van Der Esch, like run up to Deuce Vaughn and he looked like he went up and touched a kid with his two hands. Like my worry was with, so with Deuce Vaughn is once, once everything's like, okay, we're full go now that he's just going to get tossed around like a kid. <laughs> Like legitimately. Did you see, oh, I think it was Trayvon Diggs. Like something went around Twitter where there was like a video. Oh, it was CeeDee Lamb. It was CD. And it was his cleats. cleats. <laughs> he totally did him dirty. Like he got those it, it Locker so kids. Funny, like I, I, oh my gosh. <laughs> that, Poor, I mean, that, is, that is just so oh my from gosh. the top rope. Like, and his gloves. But I'll tell you what though, like, <laughs> the fact that they did that, like that he did that to a rookie Deuce Vaughn who's on the team. I honestly think that's kind of a testament to what the offense actually thinks about him. And that is like, like they, they feel comfortable enough with him that they'll make fun about his size. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Make, make fun of him. For I mean, his I, think, size. I think he's like, pretty much a lot. He's now. actually okay. And yeah. we wondered like, because you know, we've been Pollard truthers in terms of the opposite side of most people on Pollard. Yeah. And so the question that Realists. people have asked that have been fair is who, who's, who's going to take it. We didn't, and I we assume somebody gets Deuce Vaughn. It's got to be Deuce Vaughn or someone who they sign. If they don't sign anyone, then I would predict that it would be Deuce Vaughn. Who's the smallest person you've seen playing? I mean, Darren Sproles was tiny, but was Darren Sproles smaller than Boston Scott? Is tiny, but he looks like a he looks like a bowling ball. Yeah, Yeah, because he's so just yeah. Darren Sproles was five five, six. six. Oh, 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 okay, okay. I, I have it. You remember the um, special teams like kick and punt returner that played for the Broncos when Peyton Manning was there. I do not remember who that is. He was literally like five foot five. That's so that's how, t- how, that's how tall Deuce Vaughn is. Really? Yeah. Okay. So Deuce Vaughn is, I mean, so he's even shorter than Darren Sproles. I mean, <laughs> even in the preseason game when it's full and it's full contact, I mean, he's spinning five, off a of guy. Like, I mean, that is so small. <laughs> That's like imagine Savannah playing in the NFL. Like that's <laughs> what it is. Yeah, not he, quite, he's not a little bit. Hey, that's Hart, why he won the sixth round. Getting no. pretty close. I mean, yeah. honestly, the fact that he even got drafted at that well, size is a test coach to, there. So yeah. I mean, that part yeah, of it makes but, sense. <laughs> the top. So. Hold on. The the people also ask on Google is how tall is Dice Vaughn? <laughs> D I C E. <laughs> Imagine how tall you, is Vaughn. <laughs> there you go. Im- imagine being mistaken. Please, as dice. please search that dice. just so it enters the algorithm. How imagine, imagine saying, imagine saying you don't make research. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We got a comment. This so, so, first of all. <laughs> How tall is Dees Vaughn? It's in there. Um, we got a comment on our rec- on our uh, YouTube video this week, and this dude says it was tight end rankings of all things. And you know, it's like okay, we have to do tight end rankings. People are drafting tight ends. It's so boring. It is miserable. And it got like no views. But the guy coming out and commenting, he's like, "You you make no research. <laughs> you, y'all don't make any research. Y'all don't make any research." I'm like. <laughs> well, <laughs> I said you're correct. We actually do research. Do not make the research. That is correct. <laughs> Speaking of research, shout out to our research analysts over here at oh Domain. Gosh. They are they are They're killing it. John and Wes are absolutely smoking. Not yeah. to mention Ryan Bread. Ryan Bread gave us if hey, if you yeah. want to prepare yourself for 2024, Dynasty is we're gonna be Dynasty Domain's gonna be where it's at this week because we Get have ready. a killer 2024 preview coming out this week. So it's gonna be awesome. And then Ryan Bread helped yeah. us with that. And 
Kyle also did that. He he prepped yep. that one video for us that we released. The should you pay? We got like a whole we got a whole freaking team over here at DD. We got we got people. I mean, our goal is to have the most well researched content, but we don't make no research. Y'all don't make no research. We don't make no research. He's right. He's got he got us. Yeah. All right. Um, a couple things that have happened recently. So Jerry Judy hamstring carted off. They think it. He's going to be maybe back by week one. But does this not just affirm what we've always known and thought about Jerry Judy ever since he came into the NFL? It's a solidifier. I, I really, in the early off season, I was really low on Judy because a lot of people were really high on him. And yeah. I thought that he was going to continue to go up in value. And then as the season <laughs> progressed, as the off season progressed, I really warmed up to him. And now I'm like, Oh gosh. I just realized I, I hate that. I one of the up. other people also asked for Deuce Vaughn is how tall is Bruce Vaughn? <laughs> How much does Deuce Vaughn squat? It's like, oh my god, Bruce Wayne misnomer. Like Dice Vaughn, Bruce Vaughn. It's like the Yahoo Answers video yeah. where they do the um, what was that first one that I watched? The pregnant one. Oh, pregnant, pregnant, pregante. <laughs> and the Louis, baby the, top of head, the Ouija board one, and it's like Luigi board. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's like. It's just, those like, are so. Those funny, are some dude. of the funniest videos I've ever watched in my like, life. The the Ouija board one is hilarious. I was like belly laughing while watching the yes, the so. pregnant one dude oh my gosh pregnant pregnant does being pregnant hurt baby top of head am i pregnant <laughs> <laughs> okay anyways we're talking about judy go ahead sorry yeah no so with judy look uh, our biggest question with them was not can he when he's on the field be a dominant wide receiver one and command a lot of targets. It was, can he be on the field? And now for the fourth straight year, <laughs> the answer is no, the answer <laughs> is no. So at this point, honestly, we're, I'm kind of glad this happened before we released our final cornerstone rankings because I'm, I'm going to knock him down. It's here. I've knocked, I went down and up, I went back and updated my rankings yesterday on flock fantasy and I knocked him down everywhere in literally every format. Yeah. yeah. Did you see Zach's tweet? Zach from dynasty land. Um, he said, at this point, it feels like the Madden curse, and it had like a screenshot from one of his videos. It's like 2023, my guys, and it's Jerry Judy. <laughs> I'm like, that is hilarious. That's tough, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I mean, so stock up Marvin Mims, right? Uh, Marvin Mims has just been pushed up, pushed up, because and now, now it's pushed been up Tim again. Patrick, KJ Hamler, and Jerry Judy. Dude, I am not kidding you. Cor- I mean, Cortland Sutton, no bueno, uh, kind of mid. He's still been getting a lot of hype again this year, but still every single year. I know like, oh my gosh, I'm telling you, dude, Marvin Mims is, I mean, he could actually make some noise this year in fantasy. I think so too. I'm starting to, I'm starting to re-believe in it because we were super big fans of him as a prospect going into the combine. And then he blew up the combine with his speed, got taken in the second round way higher than uh, not way higher. We thought he should go second round. Didn't honestly think that it would happen. And then it did. We were ecstatic. Yeah. He went in the second. He went ahead of, he went ahead of a bunch of guys that we really liked. I know that, but I thought he went in the third. No, what? It was the tail end of the second. Broncos draft capital in for a receiver. Yes, I know. Which is like, which is why it was a big deal that we've, I mean, we've been consistently ranking Josh Downs over Marvin Mims in fantasy and in dynasty. And at this point, I mean, Judy being continually injured, he's not going to get I mean, Marvin Mims there. is going to have more opportunity. Probably exactly. Especially playing I, Russell I Wilson. might have to like, Oh yeah. Cause he was the two thirty two. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Which still counts, I, but I still though, 
like I, I may I may boost him up my rankings quite a bit. Oh, I've moved him up quite a bit too. I, I mean, you yeah. move Judy down, you got to move somebody up, right? Yeah. And to me, it's not Cor- Cor- well. And, and Judy just getting hurt again, again, just solidifies to me that they're not gonna they're not gonna sign him. I don't think they're gonna re-sign him. Which means you're left with Cortland Sutton, who has a year maybe left under contract, and then Marvin Mims, and I they wonder- don't have a ton of draft capital, and they have a lot of needs. And Sean Payton, I mean, Sean the, Mims is the only wide receiver in that wide receiver room that Sean Payton has drafted. I wonder if they have like a higher, lower on underdog for Marvin Mims this season. Oh, I'd take it before it adjusts. Oh, I'm, or, sure, it's I'm already sure it's already adjusted. adjusted. Yeah, they're yeah. quick with that. Yeah, but still, like, he's a rookie. No, I don't even see him on here. <laughs> yeah. I do wonder. I do, so, like, what would you put it at? The over under 650 with yards? It, well, I. Medium, medium yeah, outcome? Yeah. I, I would even be tempted. I do 650. Yeah. I, I do over on 650 because I thought he was going to be primarily a deep threat. I mean, who else I is think that's catch what the they're going to focus there. on, but he's done slot work before and he was really effective in college. I mean, Russell Wilson's that. probably not thrown for less than what? 3,800, 4,000 yards, right? Minimum. Right. So, you and, know, yeah, 3,800. I mean, 650. Who's he going to throw the ball to? So what we're looking Javante at with the Bron- Williams. Yeah. What we're looking at with the Broncos is P-Ride. one of these players is probably going to have a legitimately amazing season. Javante Williams, Samaj P. Ryan, Marvin Mims, or Greg Dulcich. Oh, I forgot about Dulcich. I think one of those guys is going to have to have a crazy season. Or the Broncos will just suck, or Russell Wilson sucks, which is possible. Yeah, I mean, Peyton has a history of high-producing tight ends, so. I've just been out on Dulcich really for just the most part. Jimmy Graham. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it's so hard to predict breakouts for tight ends and fantasy that I just I wait until I have to pay the price for an elite. I think he's been overdrafted this year too. Let me be honest. No, I agree. But now that all the receivers are going down, I don't know. I may but he wasn't even he wasn't even the first string tight end in the preseason game though. Who was it? It was was it Troutman that is playing for them now? Oh, he brought in Troutman from yeah, yeah and he yeah. was starting him, I think, or he was getting first team reps. And it's yeah. a preseason, but I think Greg yeah. Dulcich is the better tight end. And I, I, we were super high on Greg Dulcich last year, but again, I mean, we talked about this with tight ends, so. Yeah, it's an interesting, interesting thing for sure. But so it sucks for Judy, man. I, I feel bad for him. I feel for him because I, I mean, I remember four years ago, he was, I was so excited to watch him play in the NFL. I remember watching him play at Alabama. He was dominant, so much fun to watch, such a versatile, talented receiver that really had the potential to be a true alpha wide receiver in the NFL. There's not many true alpha wide receivers. A lot of them have, you know, specific skill sets. Like, are they a slot wide receiver primarily? Are they a really good deep threat and really solid and contested yeah, catch situations? Sure. Judy had it all. And, and he's he really, does have it all. He's, he's really still turned does, into but, more of a field stretcher now, but he he did have the skill set to be a high target guy. Yeah. And I think you saw that in glimpses. Uh, that's last why season, I went right? ninth overall. I know. I know. So it's just really unfortunate. Uh, it the, is at this point, the injuries but are just from a fantasy perspective. I mean, I don't think either of us own a lot of Judy. No. So I, the, I'm the looking first at that. I did when not, I, first thing I did when I looked at that in, when I saw the injury, I checked my underdog exposure and it was, I had one share of them. I don't think, I think I'll have any best ball fantasy or dynasty shares for the most part. Yeah. So, Yep. Uh, I do have a lot of shares of Jason though. And uh-huh. unfortunately, Jason broke some kind of bone in his wrist this week. So, yeah. So they said they, they expect him to be back by week one. I th- and I think in fantasy that doesn't really, I'm, I'm not really worried by that at all because I, I, I didn't expect him to start really making a ton of noise until about week four. So, well, that's going to have to be the case now. I mean, you saw him in the preseason game, like the last one, he had three catches for like 58 yards. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he looked like the best player on the field. Yeah, that's not going to change. 
We told no, you that about. I'd totally Jason. rather him injure his hand than to get like a calf strain or something or a hammy oh, that yeah, just lingers sure. all season. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not very concerned. About I'm not that. either. Um, yeah, not really. Like I, I guess it just depends on like I, from what I've heard from like the Twitter fantasy doctors, it depends on like the severity of the break or whatever, or if you yeah. had to have like reconstructive surgery or something. Right. So yeah, they they've been kind of quiet about it thus far. I think just because it's early in the rehab process because he just had surgery a few days ago but we're still high on Jason this year. I mean, like that's not changing. Yes, that's correct. a completely different injury too. Correct. Like you're talking a hand versus a hamstring is not the same thing. No, I'd take hand all day. DeMarco Murray played with a literal cast on his hand. He's a running back, of course, though. So. That was funny though. <laughs> he had a big, I'll never forget that game. Cast. I remember there were a lot of like fantasy fantasy championships on lying on DeMarco Murray in that game. Cause it was towards the end of the season and he needed to have surgery. He had it like three days before the game. And he had like an entire club on his left hand yep. and he played and I remember he that. played pretty well. <laughs> was that when Peyton was there? Uh, who Peyton, who, who are you talking about? DeMarco Murray. Oh, I forgot. I thought you were talking about Latavius Murray. Oh no, no, no. Uh, DeMarco Murray Cowboys. Yes. Tony Romo era. And he was so good for, for a while there. It, he, I remember when he like broke out and it was a huge deal because he basically like he beat out the original starter there. I'm trying and, to find the picture uh, of him with the club hand. Yeah, I, I'm sure you'll be able to find it. <laughs> it was so it was legendary. Honestly, I'll, I'll never forget it. I was um, like, how is this guy you can playing? Just make that the thumbnail. I think they the even video. showed they even show like a picture because he had he had so many stitches because they like I mean they sliced up his hand, bro. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah. Oh, that was when he was on the Titans. Are you sure he's in a Titans jersey right here? With the club? I thought it was, no, I'm almost certain it was when he was on the Cowboys. I'm not finding any Cowboys pictures with it. Interesting. So. Okay. Maybe it was, maybe it was Tennessee then. Yeah. Anyways. He was good there for a hot minute. Trey Lance is the third string quarterback for the I mean, San Francisco 49ers. We sat here on our first or second domain episode and I was like, will we ever see Trey Lance? I guess the answer is legitimately no. Uh, not in San Francisco. No. People are saying his value right now is like a day three pick. Yeah, there. Well, yeah, we'll see him eventually. I mean, they and got, um, they like wasted. Th- that is insane. Imagine how good they would be if they I don't want to. If they had, had those spent three firsts. all those three firsts. On, now, like, granted, they've been so good, good they'd players. be late first. Right. Yeah, but You're still, right. yeah, the first round picks, man. Yeah. So with Trey Lance, like, I. It's funny. <laughs> the truthers for Trey Lance, they are relentless. Yeah. There are a lot. There are a lot of takes. There, there's a lot of different sides to, to Trey Lance. There's Trey Lance fantasy, obviously irrelevant at this point. There's Trey Lance dynasty, and then there's Trey Lance, Trey Lance real life NFL quarterback. And I think, I mean, it's been for more than a year now that we've been breaching uh, Trey Lance, no bueno. And yes, the sample size has been small in NFL games, but you earn the right to start by how you practice and they see him day in and day out. Kyle Shanahan sees him day in and day out. And clearly he's third string caliber and he's second string caliber last season. And 
second string of the year before that. Like it just, at, at this point, I, I think I feel good about our tank, <laughs> but in dynasty, uh, the dynasty is really going to be the biggest question here. The question is not, will he be a valuable long-term dynasty asset? The question is how many irrational dynasty Trey Lance fans will there continue to be for the next year or two? And I think even irrational at fans that are point to the end, at like, that point, is it worth not even investing in him, but at, at that point, is it even worth like holding him on your roster? And, and for me, like, I think I have a few shares of Lance. He was going in the, at the, in the second round last year. Yeah, no, no, the first. He was going at the end of the first, wasn't he? Yes. This is going to be Justin Fields. Justin year. Fields. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, Remember the, gen- the generational quarterback class of 2021 that was is now Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, Justin Fields. Oh, no, you, you can't say that. How dare you poop on Justin Fields' name? And then Trevor Lawrence, who's the, the actual generational talent there. Which was fu- what was funny about that is was I, he I was rem- the least valuable not that long ago. Not to mention he was the one being shorted by analysts. Yes. Like, he is the yes. sure thing. What are you talking about? Yeah. And he went, I mean, where he went for a reason. Like, yep. the NFL didn't flinch, and they shouldn't have. Yeah. Although the Jets probably did because they drafted Zach Wilson yeah. second overall, but whatever. Yeah. In Dynasty, though, with the few shares that I have of Lance and goodness, I'm so happy that I never invested in him when he was at his peak because it was obvious that there were way too many I questions. I bought him for Derek Carr in a third. That my only yeah. share. So, like, I'm not yeah. out that much. No. I'm out, like, an 11th round pick, yeah. maybe. Same. And I can probably get, like, something worth a 15th. So Yeah. Well, I Sorry. again, though, I, I don't even think I'm selling him now. If he ends up being literally valueless for the rest of his career, he'll be on my roster until he's out of the NFL because I still am hopeful that there's a chance that the Dynasty community is going to get high on him again when he goes to another situation because you know Twitter is going to go crazy and the media is going to go crazy and say, well, Trey Lance never really had a chance in San Francisco. They never gave him a chance. It was just unfortunate. They ran him. And, and with like, he, he's going to get hurt and, and blah, 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 blah. Now, now that he's in this new situation, he's a new man. And at, at that point, man, boom, I'll just, he'll, he'll be off my hands. So yeah. that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm predicting. It's wild though. I Gotta mean, be he started, the band started five games over three seasons with the 49ers. Yeah. Five. Horrible. I mean, including this, season, I, but at, five. at this point, um, currently he, Obviously, even less than Jamarcus Russell, he he has started less games than any other pick, than any other like top five pick in the NFL. I wonder if Brock Purdy is going to start becoming more valuable now. I don't know. People are just People like are just super low on. I him. I think it's because of Jimmy Garoppolo's success in that offense. Where I mean, they made it to a freaking Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo and you know what he is as a fantasy asset. I think people have legitimate questions with Brock Purdy's fantasy, but Purdy's production. small sample size has already been much better than Jimmy's in it, terms of scoring. It, tell me about I it. Mean, I'm buying him. T- that's why I'm buying him everywhere. I completely agree you with didn't, you. We didn't ever, whatever happened with the trade we were going to make. Um, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> why? I don't, because I do not like selling all of my, I, I don't like giving away all of my leverage in one deal. You're not. You. I get- can ship those off individually throughout the season for a for a better output. Like I, I'm telling you, I I don't want to give you all of those guys in one deal. That is a shame because there's no one else outside of that that like I there then I won't have any leverage for any contenders in the middle of the season. You, there you won't be I'm any saying? other contenders if you make that deal. Exactly. So you won't need to. Uh, <laughs> 
You get Mark then, Andrews. Yeah, but then that's not it, yeah. The the answer is no. Because the last guy that I was waiting on just um turned it down. So So you didn't get the T. Higgins deal done? No. I told you you wouldn't. I told you you wouldn't. That was well, that's why I said I was waiting. Well, I was worth it, wasn't it? There are some crazy irrational T. Higgins fans out there. Well, we know that. Yeah. They're in our comments. That's yeah. where they live. So uh JT's deadline is now this coming Tuesday. So I think by the time we re- we release this, which is when are you releasing it? Uh, t- I'll just release it tonight. Tonight? Yeah. So this is Friday night. So you, if you guys are listening to this on Friday night, this is Friday night when we're recording. So far, Jonathan Taylor has not... He, he has not been traded. And Still wearing his hoodie. I don't I don't know if he's washed it or anything, but I, he definitely hasn't washed it. Yeah. Stank hoodie. Ugh, gross. Okay. I would love to hear another one of your rants here, but at this point... I think Pat McAfee said something I'm in his show a couple days ago, and he was spot on. He said, he's speaking for the general Colts community, the, all of the Colts fans that are born and raised in Indiana and, and in Indianapolis. He said, in general, we are very um, used to winning, obviously, since Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, and the last yes. three seasons have been a horrible joke. And we're incredibly loyal, incredibly excited about the Colts' future in general. And we pride ourselves on our past and our history. And what Jonathan Taylor has done at this point has completely turned us off. And, and, and at this Colts, like, F.U. Indy. Like the reports are he, like, oh, he's not just like, he doesn't just want to trade because of the money. He doesn't like the city or is, his teammates. He is crapped. Screw He off. is crapped on our owner. Like, here, I want to read this tweet. No, thank you. Wanna... And, and 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 McAfee said at this point, like the the fans are saying, if you're going to act like this, you can get out, basically. And I'm paraphrasing because he said some other stuff. But I was I was like, yes, I, spot on. <laughs> so he nailed it. Here's because a tweet. at this point, I mean, we're running a six back offense, trying to get our entire fan base and our entire team to buy into this new system that we've, we've never had this type of offense run oh, no. in the history oh, no. of our franchise. Correct. And I mean, our most, our most mobile of the best run- for this was either Andrew Luck or maybe Jim Harbaugh. It was Andrew Luck. Yeah. Yeah. And you have one of the most, one, one of the best running backs in the NFL that won't buy into it. And he's crapping on our owner and he's crapping on like, like he's never done. No, thanks. He, he can get out of here at this point. Like good yeah. riddance for me. I, it's not even worth ranting about. It. I don't care about him so much, but apparently the dolphins made an offer and the Colts declined it. So yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you, you know, you know why? And, and this, that, that was the other point I was going to make people. There are so many layers that go into a team granting a player, the ability to seek a trade yeah. that does not guarantee or mean that the, that the franchise wants to trade away that player. Yes. What that means is you're granting the player the ability to go see what he's worth. Yes. But this is this puts it all on JT. This says, hey, hey, JT, th- this is Ballard. Hey, 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 Jonathan. So, so here's what we're going to do. Right. We're, we're going to grant you the ability to go look for a trade, and you basically have to convince them to pay us what we think is fair to, to give away to give you away and you have to convince them to pay you what you want. He has gotten none of that yet because what they're, what they're asking, I guarantee you, this is what they're asking. Every single one of those offers is a second or a third, no more than a second. I, I would a, guess I probably a, a, third. And a seventh. And at this point I want him gone. I'd take that. 
I, I just don't want him in Indianapolis anymore. I don't want him to step foot here. Yeah. Well, he's literally Victor yeah. Oladipo too. Well, you know what Ballard is doing? Paul George. You know three. what Ballard is doing though? He's, he's bringing in JT when he sees that offer. He says, Jonathan, this is your deal. This is what the NFL thinks you're worth. A second and a seventh. That's why we're not paying you. What you're demanding. Stephen Holder says that Miami and India are still talking. He would expect it will come down to the wire if it happens. At this point, my guess is probably that he's not getting traded. I, I was thinking he would, like, even last night, but now that I've heard that they've declined an offer. Do the I'm, Dolphins have two seconds? Um, I don't know. They traded... No, I, they probably only have one. If they... Yeah. If Ballard were to trade JT, I, I don't think he does it unless he gets a first straight up or multiple picks that are equivalent to the value of so probably multiple day or two picks. like they swapped a first and a second. Like the Colts gave Miami their second and they got Miami's first or something like that. I, I don't know, but yeah. not even that though. Cause that would only be a few spots actually. Cause Miami's first will just be a few picks, <laughs> a few picks ahead of the Colts second. Cause they'll, I would assume they'll end. They'll have a high draft pick going into this next season. The, the double standard in the hypocrisy is just insane. To it's me. horrible. So there was this tweet and I retweeted it with our account. It says NFL analysts when a running back gets top of the market deal. Dumb. Never pay running backs. Yeah. NFL analysts when last year's rushing champ, Josh Jacobs can't get a long term deal. Crickets. NFL analysts when Indy asked Jonathan Taylor to show he's healthy and effective in their new offense. And it's the gif of the lady screaming at this guy at yeah. the top of her lungs. Yeah. And that's literally what you all sound like. Yep. It's like, actually, it's infuriating. You hear all the, like, you hear Schefter and Rappaport. None of those guys have issues with Jim Irsay. They're like, I'm a Irsay fan. You, you know why? Because it's not Irsay. No. I mean, it's one thing that the whale died, and we haven't, that's one thing we got to talk oh, about today. Man. What was her, I mean, what was her name? Lola? Jeff Saturday. I know. Like, I'm totally aware that Jeff Saturday. Hey, Jeff. Chris. <laughs> Listen, man, I've got this idea for our next head coach, and I think you're going to like it. Yeah. All chips in. We go with Jeff Saturday. <laughs> He's a cult through and through. I, that was that was like surreal. It was hilarious. I was in Mexico when that happened. But I, I mean, at that and point. And I almost didn't come back to the United States. At that point, the Colts were going to have a top five pick regardless. So what did you have to lose? Try to maintain. Like, the I think the one room. thing we did have to lose that I didn't realize at the time was like any credibility we had around the league. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, although I think it was ridiculous that there was so much outrage because he wasn't a coach or whatever, like, everybody literally looks at Indy and they're like, yeah, they're the, they're the team that hired Jeff Saturday as their coach from ESPN. Hey, they did win their first game. They beat the Raiders. Yeah, Jeff that Saturday game? was that's because, that's because any, that, what What does that show? It shows that any random person off the street is a better coach than Josh McDaniels. Oh, rip. Just saying. Dang. I mean, yeah. If, <laughs> if there's anybody that I hate more than Jonathan Taylor, it's Josh McDaniels. <laughs> Josh McDaniels can suck an egg, dude. <laughs> I, I, as much as I, as uh, much as, as, as mid, yes, as mid as Frank Reich nice. is, he was f- infinitely better than Josh McDaniels would have been. Yeah. Frank Reich is an angel in my eyes. Josh McDaniels Josh is good for Josh Jacobs, though, and they're going to pay him. And, and the, who called that? We did. Who who called that Saquon was going to play? I did. We did. What do you mean you did? <laughs> Shut up. Um, and then there's Shane Steichen, who is he, he does his due diligence. Do my, do, we're doing our due diligence. <laughs> uh, yeah, the reporter's like the dude is so robotic. He never gives any like. So he's like, "Where's JT at today? Uh, he's got an ankle." Like, uh, do you have any idea when he's going to be back at practice? Yeah, he's just dealing with an ankle right now. <laughs> 
And he's like, he's is, is he so with the it. team or is he in the practice? Yeah, I mean, and when he's not out here and you don't see him out here, it's because he's dealing with an ankle. He's doing his due diligence on his ankle. <laughs> He got so tired of it at this point now. Every single time he has like a media session, before anyone even asks a question, he says, basically, he says his due diligence on JT. JT And then he tells everyone to shut up. He's like, don't say anything else about JT. Don't ask it. That's all I'm answering about JT. (laughs) I mean, Anthony Richardson, I think he's looked fairly decent. For I think his impact on the field is better than what his statistics are he, showing. He has looked exactly like what I thought he would look like. And he, he did not look like he was 6 for no. 17 last night. Okay, um, I will say this. Yeah, how many balls did they drop? Here, here's Five, what I will say. Probably. I actually think this is kind of an obscure statistic, but I think there is a serious chance that the Colts lead the NFL in drops this year because for the last three seasons, they've been thrown melon balls. <laughs> and I don't think any of them are used That's to it. That's true. And AR has real. a cannon. A, oh, this ball's yes. actually coming towards me. Yeah. Well, oh, it's going. What do I do? Well, when you notice, like even right. even it's the catches, even the dimes that he was throwing yesterday, the catches they had, you could tell they were having a hard time, like handling Top it. Like some of the, the catches NFL Granson period, had, like, Pittman was the only one that seemed pretty unfazed because he's good now you also have you also have offensive line issues because they didn't even have ryan keller in there last night so there's also that but i mean to i mean in all fairness there were some passes i was like where the heck is he throwing that pass oh yeah like he's throwing it way over there so yeah there's gonna be growing pains but uh, people people who will stat watch will say oh yeah he sucks he's a bust he had a 40 something percent completion percentage in the preseason he literally played three quarters does yeah no. Yeah, it's if you watch like, yeah, I mean, if completion percentage really matters, Gardner Minshew should be the MVP of the NFL. Exactly. I mean, his QBR, his QBR was like insane yesterday and the week before that and the week before that. So, so. I didn't realize that the Ravens uh, preseason win got snapped because they had won 24 preseason. Games yeah, I saw that. That was wild, man. I got beat by the commies. That's that's <laughs> hilarious. I saw one of the commanders players said this is probably the biggest preseason win in the history of the, of the NFL. I'm like, yeah, that that's literally what is that like saying? That's like saying <laughs> that's like saying when you hold hands with a girl like this is the hottest girl I've ever hooked up with. Like <laughs> it, <laughs> Michael and Jan. Yeah, like first it, yes, it, I watched that episode today actually. Dude. He's like, and he's like, Holy yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, that's legitimately what it's what it's like. I'm like, <laughs> you have no idea how insignificant that is for your players to be saying that is hilarious too. Their players said that, like for the Browns, Stefanski uses preseason games as a punishment if their veterans get in fights. <laughs> they told his vets, if you get in fight, you have to play in a preseason that game. That is so funny, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. That's how it. Sh- ex- that's how it should be. Like. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. That's so dumb. Um, you, you know, one thing that I have noticed about preseason this year, and actually I didn't even think about this back to the topic of um, the hype being kind of chill, the preseason hype this season. Yeah. It's because a lot of the starters are playing. And I remember last year, no starters were like dang near. No starters were playing because two years ago, that was when Dobbins tore his ACL. That's when a bunch of starters were down and like the entire NFL had PTSD and none of them started any of their starters in the preseason. And do you remember the first four weeks of NFL football play in the regular season last year? Yes. Yeah, It was bananas. Literally buns. Yeah. Like 
backup level play. But they were fun games because like there were so many turnovers being so forced. So many errors. I, I, I hated hilarious. it. I couldn't stand it. It was the most like week one was wild. Last disgusting, year. disgusting stretch that I've ever seen in professional football. Well, it's I happening thought. in the preseason now. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, and so I think out of I there. think even the NFL has kind of balanced it out a little bit and. They kind of overcorrected last season. Now they're like, okay, we really do need to get us started some reps. And they did. And I think you're going to see the benefits of it starting week one of the regular season. Like it's going to be a lot cleaner. So I definitely hope that's, I cannot wait for, I cannot wait for week one. I'm so excited, dude. It's like coming really soon. I know. Like it's two weeks from, so like I have a week here. I have a week next week and then I have a week on vacation and it's here. (sighs) I I love it. Yes. Love it. Yeah. So. Ramondre Stevenson. Oh yeah, when you talk about Zeke. So, um, <laughs> I told you, and Nathan told you. Like, I've been telling you for been, years. We, we, it's been it has been two years now, and it's going back to fighting with a boneheaded guys in our first like <laughs> dynasty domain leagues when we first started. <laughs> yeah. the, I mean, they were the you don't ones. Understand this fourth round pick is the guy. <laughs> okay. And cool. you know, he they when he he went up in dynasty value and we're like, yeah, I mean they're gonna sign somebody there eventually. No, yep. it happened. Yeah. Imagine I mean, imagine that. <laughs> why would Bill Belichick do here's what I don't understand. Why would Bill Belichick do exactly what he's always done? Oh, I don't know. That makes no sense to me. No. He doesn't have six Super Bowls to back it up either. I mean, it's every people are like, how do you even know that? But then, but then the coping mechanisms, <laughs> the, no, the coping mechanisms with the, with the Zeke news has been my favorite thing though, because, uh, Oh, that was it, a it's nothing. N- it's not going to hurt it mean anything. They're signing him as a backup. They're sending him for, I saw people legitimately tweeting that he was going to be their third string. <laughs> They're like posting him about him on Instagram. Oh my like gosh. Fif- like, I think he's 15 again. Fif- 15 is here. Dude. And- Six million dollars for a running back is not insignificant. No, six million dollars means you're just going to sit on the yeah. bench and never play. And he said, I think he has some bonuses, like he has some incentives too in that deal. So and then we got a sleeper alert last week, and it was like um, Ezekiel Elliott, like continuously cutting, getting pass yes. catching. He's getting passing he, work. Like he shouldn't even be getting the pass catching work there, no. which is what funny. Like yeah. I, I would have admitted that I didn't see that happening. And the fact that they're yeah. going to give him those sets yeah, is hilarious. Bill's going to be like, well, I mean, we got Zeke out there, and he's you know done a really good job for us, and we're going to keep <laughs> continuing to put him on the field and, and he's I've got a I've got a trivia thing. All right. I, I want to see if you guys can who who can name more of the the leading rushers for the Pats in the last like oh my couple gosh. Decades. Uh so James White, Laguerre like Blunt, Blunt, yep. Damian Harris, yes. Sony Michelle. Yes. Um oh goodness. Who who was the guy that year that um, the Colts beat him in 06. Um, uh, <laughs> this I is really forget, bad. I forget. The, like, yeah, uh, Lawrence dude, Maroney. Before 2010. Yeah. yeah Corey no. Dillon. No, before 2010, you got me. Like, I don't remember. There's anything. nobody. No. I, I, I was thinking back on, like, yeah, the Colts Super Bowl run. I was like, who was the Pats running back? Who, then? So, who was it in 20, 2006? It was Corey Dillon and Lawrence Maroney. I like, and I, yeah, I would not. So the guy that was tearing that. up the Colts run defense in the AFC championship Jeez, game was Corey a no Dillon. name running back. I know it wasn't Corey Dillon. It was, it was a different guy. It wasn't one of those two oh, guys. Seriously? Yeah. So it was a guy they probably picked up. I don't remember. How old were you? You were four, right? Yeah. How do you, how do you even know that? That's insane. Well, cause I've rewatched the game a couple times still, but that's wild. Yeah. 
Yeah, you've got uh, Ben Jarvis, Green Ellis. No, oh, I remember him. That's that's yeah. a name that I do. He had a couple good years. Barely. So okay, then oh, there was, yeah, Ben Jarvis. I remember. Then him. there was he the played guy. For the Bengals too, right? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Then there was the practice squad guy who, in the AFC Championship game during the Luck years, like completely destroyed us. Oh yeah, what he was his literally name? was a practice squad. Holy guy. Holy crap! What was that guy's uh, name? J- it was something with a J. I know it was something with a J. I oh my I'm I'm not gonna. That have been twenty. I like blocked 15? that game out of uh, my memory. You guys are also you're probably thinking of Kevin Falk. Yeah, Kevin Falk was yeah. the guy that was yeah in two thousand six. All yeah. right, let's look at the let's look at their roster from the. I think it was it twenty fifteen that we were in the AFC championship Woodhead. game again. I think it was fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Let's see. Because twenty eleven or no? 20- Brandon was it Brandon Bolden? No, he was there when Legarrette Blount was there. Yeah. Traveris James Car- White Cadet. That's not him. No, it wasn't James White. No, James White was good. Stephen Jackson, <laughs> Joey Iosifa. No, nope. I don't think it was him. No, nope. you already say Dion Lewis. Mm, yeah, it wasn't Dion Lewis. No. I'm looking. Uh, it, it wasn't be a James fullback. White. James Devlin. <laughs> so I think this proves our point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the point that we've been making for literally a year and a half now. Yeah. It wasn't so Brandon Bull and Garrett Blunt. No, I. James Devlin. No, no. Check Martellus the year before. Bennett? It could have been 2013. No, Martellus, mm. Martellus Bennett was a tight end. Shane Vereen, James White. Uh, no, I'm not seeing it. Uh, Shane, Shane Vereen had, had a minute there. <laughs> it's it's literally always somebody different. Yeah. So LeGarrette Blount started this year, and then the backups. Total product of the system, man. Leon Washington, Stephen yeah. Ridley. Yeah. Brandon Bolden, LeGarrette Blount. That was it. So... Oh, thir- man, it's on the tip of my tongue, man. I, I'm not going to remember it either. I wonder it if it was later. Because he ended up getting cut, I think, after like the second or third week <laughs> the following year. Every, every year, man. He, he got, I'm sure, like, I'm sure he got a ton of dynasty hype after Danny that Woodhead year. was one we didn't name. Ah. Danny Woodhead was there for a while. Yeah, That's right. I, he I was. mentioned that, but oh, you I did. think yeah. you guys were. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't hear that. <laughs> um, man, I just looked through their roster, and it said Dwight Freeney. Oh, running back. Does okay. not matter Never if you want to go win six Super Bowls. Clearly, you just get whatever guy you want off the street, and if you have a and really have good Tom Brady, really good run blocking, and I don't know, they had some good. I don't know. I mean, and Randy Moss and Tom Brady was not that amazing at the beginning of his career. Honestly, even the Super Bowls that they won, it was their defense. Yeah, like it. The Bill Belichick is the we, greatest defensive head coach of all time. We like, haven't been on since Dalvin Cook signed either. Ah, so Dalvin. Uh, okay, there are very uh, two very different takes here. Fantasy, we're sh- we're fading Brees Hall, and he's we're saying that he's not being faded enough. And Dalvin Cook is not rising up rankings enough in fantasy, and he should be taken because I honestly think there's a strong chance that Dalvin Cook outproduces Brees Hall this season. In dynasty, this should not negatively impact Brees Hall at. All. I don't think so either. I no. think he, I think he's a buy. Yeah. And I mean, Dalvin's on a one-year deal, guys. One it, year. It, it's not like he's going to be there. Not the end of the world. They're just. It's just the we're going for the Super Bowl. Yeah. We're going to bring in every weapon we can. I think people Reese are, is our guy next people year. People are scared of Melvin Gordon. The Melvin Gordon Whatever. effect. The boogeyman. Melvin Gordon. He could just sign another one year next year if they want to run it back. It's true. I mean, the AFC's loaded. Yeah. I mean, what what would they do? <laughs> they probably would have the capability because Rodgers took a massive pay cut. He he took a seventy million dollar pay cut or something, like a lot. And yep. Dalvin, I, I mean, I 
Even though I think the Jets should be favorites to win the Super Bowl this year. Really? Or to make it to the Super Like, not not favorite favorites. They should be in the running for the Super Bowl this year. I think they're contenders, yeah. I think what ends up happening is they get knocked out in the second round or in the AFC Championship game, and then they're all going to be fired up, and they're going to want to run it back next year, and Dalvin could get re-signed. He could want mm. it. And they could pay him. Maybe. You know, same thing or a million or two less. I don't... I wonder... I have a gut feeling that this is the year that somebody besides the Chiefs makes it out. So the Jets? I don't know if it would be like I have a I don't know maybe the Bills. at this point the Bills are cursed. The Chiefs are plus <laughs> six hundred, so and by comparison, the Jets are plus. I mean, the Bills have always been cursed. Yeah, so the the Chiefs are three times as likely yeah. to go to the Super. Bowl. I don't even think the Bills. Who's, so who's second I, in the AFC right now? I don't now? think the Bills win their own division second this year. Second in the AFC. Yeah, what are the AFC odds? It should be the Chiefs every year at number one. They, well, I know for a fact they're number the one this year. Bills in the AFC? Yes. Yeah, yeah. it's the Bills. Yep. And yep. then you've got Eagles and Niners as the top two NFC. Yep. Yeah. I think... Uh, Who's the third AFC team? The Bengals? Yep. Yeah. And then the Jets. Mm-hmm. And then the... Hold on. Mm. Ravens? No. Yes. Yes. Really? Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I'm I'm gonna say the Chargers. The Dolphins. Yeah. Chargers. Dolphins after that. Yeah. The Dolphins. Yeah. Yep. And then mm, it would have to be. It could be the Steelers. Uh, no, the Browns. Browns. The Browns. Wait, roster. where are the Browns in that? Browns rosters and yeah, the Browns are right there. Yeah. Are they wait? So they're behind the Dolphins and the. Uh, and the Jags, but are the J- Jags ahead of the Browns? Yeah, that's hilarious. That's just some good odds. So, what are the Browns' odds? Plus thirty five hundred. It's pretty good odds for the Browns. It's, yeah, that's not bad. Uh, their roster is ridiculous. So, it really is. I mean, if they want to contend, it really is completely dependent on Deshaun Watson's performance. If he's mid, they're going to be really good. As Why are the Cowboys plus fifteen hundred? Because because of the Cowboys, big market bias. Cherry world. <laughs> that's that's an easy. Because so many if people bet man, on the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl every year that if they put the odds too low, it they, would probably they wouldn't make yeah, enough money. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yep. It's like Kevin Malone because you know there's always take there are 10, millions of Cowboys ones. fans that bet the Cowboys every single year, even though they're never going to make the Super Bowl again. And I love it. They choke every single year. They've won what one playoff game in the last twenty years? Yeah, maybe the Tom Brady game, <laughs> which was last year, right? Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. So the thing about so we and every single year, can the Cowboys win the Super Bowl? Uh, can they even make the playoffs? Because they haven't won consistent maybe. divisions in a long yeah. time. They're not even the best team in their division. So yeah. I, I my my so, least favorite part about that discourse though is that I equally hate those fan bases. Yep, I know. We had I, so we had a discussion on Twitter who the wor- who's the worst fan base in the NFL. Sam, who do you think? Eagles. That's what I think. The Eagles are the worst fan base, but I can tolerate them as an organization more because Correct. I love their front office, yes. I love their coaching staff, and Howie's I good. love their players. CeeDee Lamb is pretty much the only guy that I really really like on the Cowboys. I have personally had a and, negative and, experience and, and, with and, Eagles fans. Yeah, I mean, we at, went to that game the, last year. Oh, yeah. What did they do? Just belligerent. No, 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 no. That It wasn't like that. They can't spell. It was like just, well, words I can't say on here. It's true. They were rude. The FCC won't let you be. Yeah, ESPN would find me. 
Shout out to Pat McAfee. Yeah, my goodness. Um, yeah, just rude. <laughs> They're nasty. It ended up being a blessing in disguise last year that they lost that game along with every single other game, the Colts. But Avery but and I went to that we Eagles were so game. Mad. There was nothing we wanted more in the moment than to beat the Eagles because we lost by one point. And it was gotten, a last second touchdown. I would have gotten punched. I would have crapped on every single punched. fan around uh, every single Eagles fan around us. And he probably would have too. I Dude, legit, do you remember the, the guy that was like completely blackout drunk in front of us? Yeah. And that's, that was hilarious. That's what made me mad even more is is like they weren't even patient with their own team. Like they one drive. They were like the best thing in the entire world. Nothing else mattered. Then the following drive when they had to punt, it was literally like they were a poverty franchise and they were crapping on their own team, cussing out their own players. I was like, that's horrible. Here's the thing. I like a lot of the Eagles players. It's not the Eagles franchise. It's their fans. No, yeah. their, their fans yeah. are up. It's Philly. It's yep. ridiculous. Philly, yep. uh, yeah. City, city of love. Right. <laughs> I know the city of brother. brother love. Love. Yeah. 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 The irony. But also in the running, you know, I had the Cowboys, which are obvious, the Bears, and somebody commented, it's the Bears 100% because they convinced themselves that 3-14 and 14 <laughs> last year was amazing, was an amazing thing, and His that Super Bowl their caliber. quarterback <laughs> didn't lead them to that record. Yeah. And then another one, and actually Wes responded, Wes, one of our research analysts responded, and he said, and I also, I said, I said also said Titans and I said most people won't say the Titans but AFC folks know the drill he says as a weathered Texans fans who's been through the storms here Titans equals yes Houston just hates what Bud Adams did to them in general in general already so uh, the Titans are pretty hated by a lot of I mean but Titans yeah. fans are I mean like I don't even think Nashville deserves a football team like they don't know <laughs> they don't know what they're, they're building yeah, a new I think stadium. it's just a bunch of country music stars that go to watch those games oh just gosh. to just That's as a tax write off so stereotypical but i will not back down <laughs> well i won't back down yeah. <laughs> i don't know you could make an argument for like the ravens but it, it is kind no, of interesting no, no, like, no, like no. pennsylvania i don't know every oh, ravens yeah. okay but, but i've had a lot more positive experiences with steelers yeah. fans than anything. Right. every yeah, ravens I, fan I, will I say that steelers say fans are the worst and every steelers fan will say that ravens fans are the worst but that's just a rivalry i cannot stand the patriots I would still put them up there. I would not put them number I would not one. Put them above the Eagles. Like, yeah, and, the and that's crazy as a Colts fan. Teams, it's yeah, just all the gonna... muscles. That's I mean, that's a real thing. Yeah. Someone um, said the Steelers on, on on when they commented on that tweet though, and I was like, really? Because I I was yeah, like, they AFC, have to be a AFC fan. North fans. I just do not like I the like, Steelers fans. I really respect Steelers I mean, fans. One of my best and friends it might be up because we're not in that division. It might not be because we're in that division. One of my best friends growing up was a Steelers fan. Yeah. I mean, like, and we got along fine. But I yeah. recall stories of like we went to the Steelers Oakland, game last year too. Yes. Oakland fans were being like, hated yes. when when the Raiders were still yeah. in Oakland. Well, Oakland, okay, so everything well, about Oakland Raiders was okay. Yeah. So ridiculous. I went to a game with the Raiders in town as well, and their fan base travels well, and they're obnoxious, but they are. I thought they were bad until I was there at the at the Eagles game, and then I was like, Eagles are three times as worse. I, it made me love the Raiders. I was like, the Raiders can come back every single week. I, is, I'll take them all day. This is random, but do you remember when Charles Barkley was talking about San Antonio and said all the, they had all the big women or something like Dude, that? Cousin oh Joe and gosh. I, literally, uh, we have a code phrase, and it's San Antonio, and we both know what it means. That and is we hilarious. Have used it on a few occasions, and we crack up every single. I cannot time. believe he said that, dude. Oh yeah, 
Oh yeah, he, he, he got some big old women down there. And where, where, where was Chris Collinsworth oh. at when he said that the women like didn't understand? Wolfing down the churros. Was that Pittsburgh? It was Pittsburgh. You remember that? What? No. He said that about Pittsburgh fans. No. I I do remember last year he was like, he was literally like. He was talking about Julio Jones when Julio Jones had like a really good catch. It was one of the Tampa games. I think it was the first game of the season. It was Tampa and the Cowboys. It was the first Sunday night game of the season. And every time he said Julio Jones, he literally said, oh, look at Julio Jones. And he was like groaning every time he said Julio Jones's name. And then they were like showing, they're like showing it's slow. Like the Parks and Rec episode where he has the bunion and Andy's like, uh, like. <laughs> but they were showing like slow-mo shots of Julio Jones after he hit the ground and they were like angled to a point where it was pretty much just showing Julio's butt and like every time that happened every single angle like they just could not stop showing replays of Julio Jones Collinsworth reminds and me Collinsworth a lot was like oh look at Julio Jones <laughs> he reminds me a lot of you actually like you with Jelani you Woods like <laughs> Like that's a kind no. of, you definitely made some sus comments on our videos that make me think <laughs> that you got some kind of football player fetish going on. But um, so Chris Collinsworth is trying to compliment Steelers fans during Pittsburgh matchup with the Baltimore Ravens. And what he said was um, he clumsily complimented female Steelers fan in a condescending fashion. Everybody's a fan, particularly the ladies that I met. They have really specific questions about the game. I was like, wow, just blown away by it. <laughs> And people got so mad about that. Rip, Here's some fun dude. facts. As, as a as a fantasy football creator, we get, you know, hundreds of thousands of views on YouTube a month. Of the hundreds of thousands of views we get and all the viewers and all the demographic data we get in, 99.2% of our viewers yeah. are male. Yeah. So, like, I mean, that's, there's truth to that. Like, that people who play fantasy football are, like, our, our industry is predominantly male. Like, that's it. My wife does not care about fantasy football. Yep, neither does, does not. mine. Does not care. What about your wife, Sam? Exactly. Oh, <laughs> dang. Jeez. Oh, I saw uh, it coming. Speaking Dude, of YouTube. I almost said, uh, I almost said mine doesn't either. But <laughs> you, you to the punch, punch. yeah. <laughs> speaking of YouTube and demographics, what has been your favorite YouTube comment and your favorite Dynasty or Fantasy Domain response to that comment? That's a really loaded question. Of recent. So many comments. <laughs> give me let some me, Let me just say. Give me some finalists. Okay, so, I mean, the, the, the one. The making research one was pretty fun. The funny. one today was pretty good. The making research one. What about the Dynasty domain one? That's that probably, one was yeah, pretty that good. That was pretty good. I'm, um, I'm going to look at our comments. The one where the guy said that he predicts B. John Robinson will tear his ACL. That was hilarious. Um, uh, the guy that said um, terrible rankings and i said terrible critics <laughs> terrible oh. critic but <laughs> yeah well that's not that's not exactly what it was but yeah that's a yeah it's still pretty funny let me see that one was that one was good yeah we, we got one today it says what camera do you guys use to record <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah, um, I, right. I know that's why i laughed at it because i because I, I thought it was funny um, all right, let's see. I, yeah, I, it's always the rankings ones because yes, the rankings, basically these were the worst rankings. I've so ever seen. anytime you rank one player over another and someone doesn't like it, it automatically becomes the worst rankings of all time. And we, 
we partner with a bunch of other uh, fantasy content creators <laughs> on YouTube. So like Fantasy Flock, Dynasty Land, uh, Stock Exchange, all, all those guys, Endgame. And I could tell you right now that every single one of those guys if they were on the show with us, they would all say the same thing that when they do a rankings video, I am sure that they just get people that crap on them for oh, they one do. person over the other. And they, they say, literally you cannot putting, putting Jonathan Taylor over Saquon <laughs> Barkley makes this the worst rankings of all time. Are so really? then we had one dude say <laughs> love all the dynasty content. I need all of this all year long. And Sam replied dynasty domain. That's all he said. <laughs> that one is really funny to me. One guy said, they not stocks. Okay. (laughs) Victory lapping over a wash Zeke. LO. He said red zone and 6 million. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, because 6 million apparently doesn't matter at all. People are dumb. When when you have limited cap space as an organization and a franchise each year. This isn't the New York Yankees. This isn't Major League Baseball. Actually, come on, guys. Just use the ranking board and show it on the screen. Much easier to follow. Like, do you know how to edit a video or do you know how much time goes into it? <laughs> Shut your mouth. We're just waiting for the big reveal too. We're doing all of our final rankings here like next week. Yes. Should and we gaslight everybody awesome into thinking that that <sighs> picture of Dalton Schultz is Dalton Schultz? Yes, that would be so funny. You know, you know, know what you're talking uh, about. You know what we should do when we release our next rankings videos with the new tier list? We should like say something super petty. Like we should comment be the first ones to comment on the video and just say something like super petty about it. So this guy, these rankings aren't good. I just found out. Oh geez. We're only four days into the comments. We get lots of comments. I found Mm -hmm. a, I found a dude that said, ew, flock guys four days ago. And I said, ew, Austin Davidson. That's the guys he handle. (laughs) (laughs) That that one was, I never saw that. I just replied to it. Oh my gosh. Jimmy Fallon skit. Have you seen that? I, uh, which one? I mean, there's tons of them. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, this, this guy, I, I did this probably uh, a few days ago. This guy said, rank these RBs, James Cook, Rashad White, Najee Harris. I said, Najee Harris, space, 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 multiple tiers later, Rashad White, James Cook, like so <laughs> an entire page let's, down. Let's do, let's reply to this guy together. The new, new blue grass 310. Screw off, dude. So, am I the only one that can't stand these fools? Wash recycled takes. What do we say to him? <laughs> I want to say like your mama. <laughs> oh my god, Joe, Joe, who? What should, what should I? What should we say to him? Where, was this fantasy domain? No, it was dynasty domain. I don't even see it. Think of something clever. I okay, okay. It's tough, man. I I I need to actually see the comment first. Yeah, it's four days ago. Oh, did we never respond? No, we never responded. No way. Which is, I which always is a really to, funny one to respond I always to. respond to every single comment. I must have missed it somehow. Oh, man. People are Rip, so dude. mean. I do kind of wonder if people choose their favorite, like, YouTube channel for this stuff based on if who, who has who. the takes that align with their takes. Yes, like that's, most that's true. If we put out rankings that were just ADP, and like, people would prob- love them. Yeah, it yeah. probably is just like a yeah. floating ranking based on yeah <laughs> sometimes i'm like dang near convinced that so, that someone will turn on a rankings video from a youtube content creator and on their other screen they literally are just scrolling down espn adp or just scrolling down underdog adp and when they look at your rankings and you have something that's different it's like an automatic idiot. crap on you as soon as i can you're you're the biggest idiot of all time <laughs> Jeez. 
<laughs> I can't think of something to reply with. We'll get, we'll give it time. We'll, we'll give I'll it time. I'll find it. Which video is it on? It's on the time to buy video. Okay. Time to Speaking buy? of time to, we are at 59 minutes, so we need to wrap Oh, it up. nice. Mm. We, should we get to 69 minutes? 60? No, that's mm, 10 more minutes. 10 more minutes. All right. We well, well the last, the here, here's, here's the last thing, and I, and I really want to know what you guys think about this, because okay. this, this kind of goes with the YouTube comments. So, some of the biggest things, and I will say, we... The last couple times we've been on the podcast, we've talked about how great our Dynasty Domain comments have been. There's been a lot of great people, and we're not accounting for those right now. Thank you to all of those who make like actual nice comments and ask us questions that we can help you with. Um, but one of the biggest things that we've gotten crap for is shorting Darren Waller, shorting Tony Pollard, shorting anybody who's and not shorting DK Metcalf. So basically anyone who isn't popular right now and getting a lot of hype. And... One of our biggest arguments for Darren Waller is that there is at his price in fantasy going as the tight end four at his price. He offers way too much risk for us to buy him there because he's been injured for the last two seasons. And what people keep saying to us which I don't understand why like they think we don't get this. They always say, Oh, but you can't, you can't account for injury. You can't predict injury. You have to predict talent and whatever, whatever, yada, 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 all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, we need to define what we mean when, when we say we don't account for, or we don't predict injury because there is a difference between Justin Jefferson and Cooper cup. Is there not? There is. Okay. What is the difference between Justin Jefferson and Cooper cup? Uh, Justin Jefferson in fantasy more better and scores more points. Uh, does he though? Because Cooper cup ceiling is honestly the same. going, it, it's the same. If not higher, yeah, the ceiling is the same. It's the same. So why is he not going back to back with Justin Jefferson or even over J Jeff? It's because he was just injured last year. Matt Stafford was just injured last year. And there are major questions. There's risk. It's not saying I'm going into this year predicting that Cooper Cup's going to get hurt. It's not that I'm saying I'm going to go into the season and predict that Matt Stafford is going to get hurt. It's acknowledging that there is risk with that asset comparative to the guys going above him. Darren Waller is currently going above guys that have proven for the last couple years that they are elite producing tight end ones, Dallas Goddard, George Kittle, and heck you could even say Kyle Pitts because he did it two years ago and he's going above those guys. The ones that have stayed healthy have been George Kittle and Dallas Goddard. Yes. They had a couple stints where they're out for a few games, but they came back when it mattered and they won you leagues. Darren Waller has not. So am I going to say Darren Waller is injury prone? Not yet. What you should admit is that there is risk with taking him. And at price, you should not be taking that risk. Christian McCaffrey was shorted and went at a discount because he was injured for the past two seasons going into 2022. You took him at price because it was worth the risk when he was being discounted. He wasn't being drafted where his ceiling is. Darren Waller is being drafted where his ceiling is. So I think that's the difference between predicting injury and accounting for risk in an asset at their price in fantasy and in dynasty. Like you don't predict predicting injury is saying B. John Robinson is going to tear his ACL by week seven this year. That has no merit. That has no value. That has literally nothing at all. 
What you can say is that, hey, I'm worried about Brees Hall's production this season because he tore his ACL last year. And I'm wondering how long it's going to take for him to come back. Is that valid, relevant? Yeah, it absolutely is. That's my two cents. That's what I have to say about that. Yeah, you started your rant an hour into the podcast. So probably not many people are going to hear it. 63 minutes. Yeah, well, that's why I waited until the end so that I could just get it All off right. my chest while no one listens. All right, that's good. Yeah. Um, I, so I clicked on that, <laughs> that guy who made the comment. I clicked on his profile on accident because I tried to, wanted to see if he was making other negative comments, and I accidentally opened his page, and then I clicked off of it, and then I saw something, and I went back to his page, and his only video on his page is 14 minutes of him gameplay recording himself playing Minecraft. So I said, go play more Minecraft, kiddo. <laughs> Nice. And see. It's pretty solid. Yeah. We yeah. control back. All right. That's it. We're going to get off of here. Blackfantasy.com slash domain. Use code domain. Because if you don't, you're going to go into somebody else's code and you don't get our stuff. So you have to use code domain. So use code, code domain. domain. Use code domain. domain. You get 30% off. I'll give you a little podcast special. Domain. For the for, if you want if you want a team blueprint for your dynasty team. If you've made it this far. If you've made it as far as you're listening and you want a team blueprint for your dynasty team, we will give you a team blueprint with a monthly mother flocker subscription. There you go. Code domain. You have to use code domain or you can't get one. How about that? That's a flash deal. They have to have a code word for it though. Domain. Domain. Yeah. Right. You got to use domain, but or you don't get for it for this exclusive deal. Domain. What's the code word? Banana. Oh, yeah, but, but if we tell them that, I'll confuse them and they're going to use that code. They're going to yeah, use, they're going to try code So no, domain. code domain. You have to use code domain. Mon- but if, if you do a monthly, Motherflocker will give you a, a team blueprint. Yeah. If you haven't checked out our team blueprints, you should. All right. That's going to wrap it up this week. We'll be back soon when we have time. NFL season is coming. Get excited. Yeah. See you guys.